Hello, hello, I'm Julia, and this is the Dream Your Life podcast. This podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams. We talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things. I'm here because I know from my own experiences that with the right mindset, all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. Well, hello, hello, fellow dreamers, and welcome back to the Dream Your Life podcast. This is your host, Julia, and I am so glad that you chose to be here today. Um, I'm excited for today's episode. This has been a topic that it's actually probably like the number one topic I get asked to speak on, and that is money manifesting. And we're going to get into it. Um, but I, recently, I've gotten a lot of questions about manifesting money as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. What are my tips? What do I do? Um, give me the answers. <laughs> So I don't have all the answers, but I am going to share today eight tips to manifesting money, eight tips that I have found incredibly helpful. I I sat and really tried to think about um, when it comes to my financial success, what are the manifestation principles that I think have really contributed to it? So um, we're going to, hopefully you're going to get a lot out of today's episode. Um, before we Before we dive in, I wanted to give an update. So I ran the Dream Your Biz workshop this past Wednesday. This was a workshop that I created for anyone who has ever thought about running or starting their own coaching business. And I was so excited to just share a whole backstory of um, how I got started and, um, you know, little glimpses into my journey and um, what I do now, who I serve, and then, you know, all of the tactical steps that you need to take to start your coaching business, as well as manifesting. What is the framework that I that I use with my clients and what is the framework that can help you find success as a coach? Um, but it was so interesting because I, I would say by far what people seem to appreciate most in the workshop, at least those who came live, was my transparency around how much money I made and also where my income came from. And I think it's because there's a lot of numbers out there and sometimes, you know, there are coaches that talk just about money, right? And like, this is how much money you can make. Um, and then there are others that don't talk about it at all. And there seems to be this like, just really not a whole lot of transparency or everything feels really confusing because the the range is so hot, like just so big in terms of, uh, you know, are some people making $50,000 a year and then some are making $5 million a year? Like, what can I actually expect if I'm building something and what can I expect in my first year or my second year? I don't want to compare myself to like... I don't know, Kristen, uh, Catherine Zankina or like Amy Porterfield or one of these people who have been doing it for so long. So anyway, I, I wanted to share transparently what I made and give a timeline um, around my first year and what it actually looked like and what I invested in. And again, it seemed like the people who attended really appreciated that. So um, I re-recorded the workshop um, 
because there was a little snafu that happened when I recorded live and basically my computer froze. I don't need to get into it, Um, but I was not able to share that recording. So yesterday I re-recorded the whole thing. I brought my energy. I'm sharing it all. Um, So if you missed watching the workshop, you can catch the replay. Um, The link is in um, the show notes. But, you know, what I wanted to share before we get into the eight tips that I have is that I have been really intentional on scaling my business. And I think for me, a, a big priority, well, the biggest priority is that I want a life of flexibility and freedom. And as much as I love what I do, being a mom right now to me is the most important thing and being a present mom. And um, and I want to experience all the incredible things that are available in this life. I want to travel with my family. I want to stay at fabulous places and eat at amazing restaurants and do fun things, experience all the amazing things that there are to experience. Money is not why I do what I do at all. That And you know, I, I think about it sometimes and I'm like, I could live a very happy, like very simple life with Alex and our kids. We could move to a small house somewhere, not too small, (laughs) but, um, I could do it and I could be happy, but I don't know. I think I'd, I'd rather experience all of the things I just mentioned. That's what's pulling me more. Money does not make me happy. That is 100% for sure. But money supports it. Money supports my happiness. Money allows me to feel more abundant, which makes me want to give more freely, be more generous, support people and causes I care about. And, you know, I'm not a money coach. I've never wanted that to be my thing. Um, It's not it's just, it's not even something that like I love to talk about because I think that that just when in the manifestation space, that is, that is such a big topic. And I think it's so much more about how you want to feel. And that is really what I want the people in my orbit and, and at least the people who listen to this podcast to recognize that it's, it's not about just the money. It's about your life and how you feel. Um, money is not the key to fulfillment. In fact, it can very quickly do the opposite. And I've seen, (laughs) seen that happen. Um, this kind of like never ending quest for more and more and more while the person just gets more and more and more like disenchanted by life, you know, more and more preoccupied with things that don't really matter. And, you know, um, I live in a, a community, a pretty wealthy community. And, and again, I've, it's sad, but I've seen what money can do to people. Um, the whole like, you know, mo money, mo problems. But anyway, all of that said, I know that when it comes to manifesting money is on the top of a lot of people's lists of what they want to call in. And that's totally great and fine too. Um, you know, it's like, it's definitely been at the top of my list. And, and even though it's not my number one priority, I do, like I said, know what money can do to support my life. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, but I also know that, uh, what people, my clients, like podcast listeners, that is like I mentioned in the beginning, money is the number one topic I get asked to speak on, even though I don't want it to be my thing. But anyway, um, 
I haven't done an episode and talked about money in a while, so I thought it was about time. Um, I want to give the people what they want. Um, so I I really have been thinking about this one for a while, and I had a little note in my phone about some of the tips that I've really used in my own life. Um, and these tips, like I, what I want is for you to listen with a, a really open mind. Because maybe you've heard some of these, maybe not. But either way, after I share each tip, um, I think it'd be great if you could think about them for yourself and for your business. Maybe you take notes um, so you can go back and do some reflection or brainstorming. But what I can say is that when I was coming up with these, um, so I had like a list of 20 tips or more. But I was like, I can't do 20 tips to manifesting money. So I was like, okay, I'm going to consolidate them. And so I did into eight of the tips that I was like, yes, if you can master these, I am very confident that you will manifest more money. Um, I follow all of these tips I will share with you. And I know without a doubt, it's a combination of these that have made me financially successful as an entrepreneur. And they definitely contributed to how quickly I was able to generate this level of income. Uh, just a side note, this year I was just looking at my numbers. Um, 2024, I'm an, I am on track to bring in more income in the first three months by the end of March than I did in a full year at my corporate job at Twitter. Significantly more, actually. And I do not share this to boast, let me emphasize that again. I do not share this to like show off in any way. I share this to show you what's possible to be an expander for you um, or for anyone listening. I shared this in the Dream Your Biz workshop this week. Um, and again, you can catch the recording, but but I mentioned this fact and um you know, and I when I was very transparent in my numbers, I said I'm I'm sharing this because um I think it's so important to see what's possible in, in terms of manifesting. Um, and so we're going to touch on this, on this idea of finding expanders in one of the eight tips. But first, oh, I want to just announce the, for the first time, like this is actually the announcement, announcement, announcement. <laughs> I've talked about like the pre-announcements for a few weeks now. But um, my signature program, Dream Your Biz, is now open for enrollment. Woohoo! Do you feel that? You feel that energy? <laughs> I'm I'm so excited. Um, after I led the workshop this week, I had several women sign up. We have six women already inside. So excited! Shout out to Jana, Ayala, Ali, Lauren, Cindy, and Abby. Um, we have room for a few more, and um, you have until the end of next week or March first to grab one of the remaining spots. As a reminder, Dream Your Biz is for the woman looking to create the coaching business of her dreams. Maybe you crave more purpose and passion. Maybe it's the impact and legacy. Maybe it's, I don't know, freedom and flexibility, the uncapped income opportunity. There are so many reasons, you guys, why starting coaching business is such an incredible career. Um, it might be a combination of all those things, but this is for the woman who wants to build a coaching business, serving others. So whether you are interested in, in doing one-on-one coaching or running group programs or retreats or creating courses, this program is for you. I'm teaching you everything you need to know to start your coaching business 
from scratch. You don't need any experience or skills. Um, I'm also teaching you how to become a powerful coach, the tools, the structure, how to lead coaching calls, the whole shebang. Um, and we've, we've also got some seriously amazing bonuses this round. Every single woman who joins gets a 90-minute business spirit guide reading with um, Jessica Rachel, spiritual medium. You guys, this is insane. You have got to listen to episode 128 on Invisible Mentors, which is all about business spirit guides. But um, Jessica, she'll call in your business spirit guide during the session that you have with her. It's a totally private session. And your guide will give you guidance and advice on what kind of coach you should be, who you should serve. They might even give you an entire blueprint for your business. I can't tell you how incredible and mind-blowing these sessions are. And it's included for you if you are one of um, the lucky few in Dream Your Biz this round. You'll also get a private session from our branding expert, Jessie Christensen. She'll do a full brand audit and help you with your brand vision, your logo, your mood board. And then we have Betsy Way, content and messaging expert. She's going to be giving you a private session around content, um, really helping you craft your story and create your content plan. I could go on and on. Um, But for the sake of time, and because I know you're probably more than ready to get into this episode, I'll stop and let you dive into um, what's included on the website. So head on over to dreamyourlifenow.com slash DYB, as in dream your biz. And you can find out if this program is right for you. And if you have any questions or are like at all on the fence and you want to think, know if I think it's right for you, or if you want to chat a little bit, send me a DM um, on Instagram. Dream your life now is my handle and I would love to chat with you. Okay. Oh, and the link to the sales page is in the show notes too. Um, all right. I think we are ready to get started. Um, Okay, so what we're going to do is I'm going to share these eight tips for manifesting money as an entrepreneur. But again, I really want you to keep in mind that even if you've heard one of these or some of these before, try to listen in a different way. Like really reflect on it in your life, in your business. Because even if you've heard some of them, they may hit you or resonate with you in a new and more powerful way today. Um, And maybe it's in a way which really just clicks and you're able to incorporate it into your life and work and manifest more money. So here we go. Okay. Number one is what I had just talked about in the intro, which is harness the power of expanders. Expanders are people who can serve as living examples of what it what's possible, in this case, in terms of financial abundance and success. By surrounding yourself with expanders, again, these are people who make money easily and live abundantly, you are in effect tapping into their energetic frequency and and you can also expand your own beliefs around what's possible. So from a manifestation standpoint, when you're in the presence of expanders, it's like this powerful energetic resonance that aligns you with the vibration of abundance. And I know this sounds kind of woo, but I'm going to be honest, my income started soaring when I began really being intentional about hanging out with really successful people. 
Um, one example, so my brother-in-law is um, a really successful real in, in real estate. I don't have to go into all the details, but he built it from nothing, like literally nothing from the ground up. Um, he was actually like working at Enterprise Rent-A-Car before this. And he built this business and he's just massively successful. He's amassed incredible wealth. Um, and whenever I go spend time with, um, you know, him and my sister and their family, or we go stay at their beautiful homes, like get to taste what they experience, that level of abundance and luxury, I feel expanded. Because what happens is when you can observe other people's success and their abundance mindset, you start to kind of naturally absorb their beliefs and their attitudes and their behaviors related to money, which of course influence your own manifestations. So when I see the way that they live and his level of success, well, their level of success, I, I see it for myself too. More things go on my vision board, right? And the opposite can be true too. If you hang around people with a scarcity mindset, people who are always worried about or complaining about money, you absorb that too. You have to set a boundary there. You don't want to let other people's fears and worries about money interfere with your belief system, with your mindset, with your energy. If manifesting money is important to you, you've got to drop out of that scarcity club. And if your friend or your mom or your uncle or whoever starts to go down that scarcity train, you politely remove yourself from that situation. Um, in the Dream Your Biz workshop, again, I talked about how I wouldn't have gone into coaching if someone hadn't expanded my beliefs around how much you could make as a coach. Um, I thought I was sort of stuck in this quote-unquote lucrative career. Well, quote unquote, because I thought I had like these golden handcuffs, but thanks to coaches like Jocelyn Kelly Reed and Yolanda Boyeran and Kristen Jenna, all these people who I had had on the Dream Your Life podcast that were open about their 50K, 100K months, like seven figure businesses, these women, um, or, you know, high six figures early in their coaching careers. I want to say thank you for expanding me. I know for certain if someone had told me the max you could make as a coach is six figures, like $100,000, you can't go over it. That's where I would be because, you know, that that's how it works. You, you manifest what you believe. Um, and I also like to think about this from a more spiritual perspective. And I see expanders also as mirrors reflecting back to me, to us, our own potential for abundance and prosperity. I think when we witness the success of other people, we're reminded of our inherent worthiness and the infinite possibilities which are available to us because we're all one, really, right? So this recognition of abundance in others can activate your own abundance consciousness and that allows you to more easily attract financial prosperity into your life. So what do you do? How do you harness this power of expanders? I mean, I think it's pretty simple. Like you intentionally seek out people who embody the qualities and traits you aspire to in terms of wealth and success. So just put more simply, surround yourself with the energy 
engage with the content or teachings around this and observe their mindset and behaviors related to money. And then as you align yourself with the energy of these expanders, you know that you are amplifying your own ability to manifest money easily, live abundantly, and then it's just this whole ripple effect of prosperity in your life and your business. And that right there is the power of expanders for manifesting money. Number two, write it down. (laughs) Write down how much money you want to call in. Seems so simple, right? But are you doing it? Like, are you really doing it? The act of writing down your financial goals in and of itself is a potent manifestation technique. When you put pen to paper or your finger to your phone, (laughs) um, And then you articulate how much money you actually want to manifest. You are sending a clear message to the universe about what you desire. You are placing that order and the universe wants to deliver. I write down my big yearly revenue goal um, at the beginning of the year. I also have a monthly revenue goal as well. And I do revenue goals for every launch or promotion that I do. And I write them down. Um, I'm not like super organized, like it's kind of, you would be like, whoa, that's like not a process, Julia. But um, it's a process in my head because I have like different places that I write things down. But I have a monthly income and expenses tracker on just a simple like Google spreadsheet. I write it down there for the month. Um, I This is what I actually what I did my very first episode on episode one. It was all about the power of writing down what you want and money can be a part of this. If you think about it from the spiritual perspective, writing down your financial goals is kind of like this act of co-creation with the universe. You are writing the intention on paper. It's almost like you're inviting the universe to collaborate you in the manifesting piece. So it, in a way, we always talk about let go of the how. This is an act of surrendering the how. You're like, here's where I want to go. Here's the end result, the goal. Now, universe, I'm leaning on you for you know, the divine guidance, the synchronicities to unfold, new opportunities, ideas to get me there. Your your job is the how. I'm I'm just putting out what I want. So what do you do for this? Like, what is the the tactical step here? I mean, there really is no right way. Like I said, I'm kind of all over the place. I write my financial goals um, in my phone, in the notes app. Um, I will, I'll do like how much I want to make per month, but also um, I have my yearly one in there. And by how much I want to make per month, I'm not changing this every month. Like I, I have a general monthly goal and I, I have that in my phone. I'm like, I um, desire to make X per month. Um, and then I, I also write them on that income and expense tracker I told you about. And then, um, also in my journal because I have, so I have so many different journals, but I, um, in just the journal where I write my daily notes, um, I usually will write down the goal that I have and I'll write it down like every day. Just write it down. Because what I'm trying to do is just get my mind and my subconscious really comfortable with that number. And so this is where things like the 333 method, like write it down 33 times, three days in a row. Those things like that work in my mind because it's 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 not like the number of times or the days. It's more just getting your mind um to believe 
to feel comfortable to kind of anchor into that energy of that number. Um, what I have found to be really helpful is to get really clear and specific with the the number goal, but also like I wanted to feel like a stretch while still feeling realistic. So you'll know what that number is. It's got to be like, ooh, that would be so great if I brought that in. But ooh, I don't know how, but uh, I think it's possible. That's the magic spot. And then I look at that number. I write it down again. I look at it. I write it down again. I look at it to the point of, again, where it just sort of feels normal. That is where you want to be. Um, so write it down. And on that note, let's move to number three, which is money allocation planning. Allocate where your money is going to go. So you're calling in all this new money. The universe wants you to have a place for it. At least that's how I've come to see it. And I've talked to a lot of money coaches. And and this is part of like a process that works. Like you want to have at least like a, a rough plan for how you will allocate the money you are calling in. Um when you take the time to thoughtfully consider where your money is going to go, it's kind of like acting as if, right? Which is a step of manifesting. It's, it's signaling to the universe that you believe it's happening. So you're making all the preparations, right? It's coming. I got to know where I'm putting it. So what I would do is write down where exactly the money is going. How much are you saving? How much are you investing? How much are you donating? How much do you plan to spend? Where are you Where are you planning to spend it? The fun part about that, um, and this is what I do, is coming up with what you want to buy and what you want to do and what you want to experience, right? So I have a list also in my phone um, in the notes app of like the big ticket things I want to purchase or do once I hit certain milestones. One of the things we ha- we had on this list for a while, and I finally checked it off because um, I, di- I wanted, you know, I think about this with my husband Alex too, but we had a, a savings goal that we wanted in our savings account. And I was like, once we hit that, we are updating our deck. We are getting a built-in kitchen, a grill, like a, a new counter, and then all new furniture, the whole thing. I had this deck remodel on my allocation list for the things I wanted to spend for at least two years. And um, and it kind of was like exciting. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait once we hit this goal, blah, blah, blah. And we hit it. And rather than just like celebrate, woo, we were like, oh, we have a place for it. Okay, so we're going to do it. Um, and so we're doing it. It's almost done. It's going to look so great. But um, I also have like, big trips and also kind of random things in, in where I, things I want to spend in the future, um, where the money will go. I really want to repaint all the cupboards in our house. It's just, they're just like starting to chip and stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's going to be in for this milestone. Um, so that's all like on the list of things that where I want to spend, um, or experience. And then on the list of donate, um, I have that as well. And, One of the things is I just, I really want to make a huge donation to my daughter's school. It's a public elementary school in our community, and I just love it so much. I love all the teachers. I, It's such a sweet, wonderful school. I'm so grateful for it, and they could really use the money. We donate every year, but um, next year, I'm like, if I hit the goal I'm going for this year, 
we're going to do a massive donation. And I mean, massive for us. Like we're definitely not like ballers or anything, but I want to give more than I ever have before because every year I'm like, Oh, I wish we could give more. Um, or like, I wish we could give like something that was going to be really, really substantial and a needle mover. And we haven't been in that, um, financial situation yet, but that is a big goal of mine. I also want to diversify our investments. So, um, I feel like we used to have a lot more in the stock market and then, and then we just took a lot out, just pay for a lot of things. <laughs> but, um, I would love to invest in some new companies. Like I actually, I'm like, I, I'm a little bit of a gambler, so I kind of like the idea and I like, I like the whole researching part and, um, it's exciting. Right. And so when we have, um, when we, ha- you know, when I hit some certain revenue goals and we have the extra funds to do that, I, I can be more risky. So that's one of the things I want to do. And anyway, I have an allocation plan. That's the whole point of this. And I know that when the money comes in, I have a place for it. Um, I have lots of places for it. And I know that the universe likes that. So remember, as you're considering how the money you're calling in will be allocated, whether it's towards investments or savings or expenses or, um, you know, experiences or giving that you infuse your financial decisions with intention and purpose. So what I also like about this whole allocation exercises is it's also showing smart money management, which is get another signal to the universe of your commitment to financial responsibility, which I think is just another way to, you know, show that you're ready for more wealth in your life. Um, so I don't know how, how to do this. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't have a, like a real method on how to out- outline a detailed allocation plan. I don't have a template for you or anything. <laughs> the way I do it is I just have a note in my phone that has places and people I want to give and donate to things and experiences I want to spend money on. Um, and then places I want to invest. And then we have like a, I, I want to have like a, sa- I have a savings goal too. Um, oh, and by the way, for the things I want to invest, another one is we, on the list is a vacation investment property that we want to Airbnb one day, but also like be able to use. So somewhere cool, somewhere fun, maybe Lake Arrowhead or um, somewhere, Santa Barbara. I don't know. Okay. So that's that's number three. Create an allocation plan for the money you're calling in. Okay, number four. Focus on abundance. This is one of the ones where you're like, oh my God, I've heard this so many times, Julia. It's like, come on, thanks. Not really helpful. But just hear me out. The law of attraction states that whatever you focus on consistently, you attract into your life. We're on the same page there, right? So with that said, when you align your thoughts and your emotions and your actions with your intention for financial abundance or whatever that financial number is, you're activating the law of attraction in your favor. Energy attracts like energy. Focus on what you want and abundant thoughts attract abundant things and experiences. It is so simple. But it's the truth and it's a powerful truth. So what I can't emphasize enough with this point is to stay mindful of your thoughts and your feelings. We want them to reflect the reality you wish to create. 
And this is where we really try to avoid things like dwelling on scarcity or lack. Um, Like those are vibrations that can repel abundance and not like we don't go there. Like, of course, we all feel those things from time and like the fear and the worry and all that. And that's fine. But just don't stay there. If you feel like your mind is going there, go do something to distract yourself. Get outside, do breath work, meditate, exercise, move your body, move that energy. EFT tapping can also be so helpful here. I found and I've used it with a lot of my clients. But just try not to let yourself stay in that scarcity mindset for too long um, because that builds momentum and that your, becomes your point of attraction. When you recognize that you are getting into that space of like, oh God, how are we going to pay for the bills next month? Or what did I spend? Why did I spend that? Blah, blah, blah. I can't afford it. Yeah, blah. Um, you got to do what you can to shift out of it. Calm your nervous system in a way that works for you. Um, this is not saying be avoidant or like, you know, you got bills to pay, you got debt, like, like you, you want to be serious about that. But we try to shift to a focus of gratitude and love and generosity. Those are the things that are going to attract more abundance abundance into your life. Um, you can, of course, I, visualization is not one of my tips here, but Part of the focus is like visualize money flowing to you more effortlessly and believe in your inherent worthiness to receive abundance. This is where I'd also throw in practice gratitude, which should be its own tip, but it's not. But practice gratitude. Try to feel grateful for all that exists in your life right now, no matter how small. And then when you do find success, however small, express gratitude for it, for all your achievements, for all your blessings. This is what amplifies the energy of abundance and attracts more of it into your experience. Celebrate your wins, no matter how big or small, and then always try to acknowledge the progress that you're making towards your financial goals. An attitude of gratitude attracts abundance. So focus on it. Okay, number five is more of like a tactical thing, and um, this is for the entrepreneurs specifically. But you want to diversify your income streams. Um, And I'm going to talk about this because this is about manifesting from a manifestation standpoint. But um, it's what I think is that when we expand our sources of income, we are signaling this kind of openness to receiving abundance from multiple places, from multiple channels. Each income stream, in my mind, represents a new avenue for money manifestation. So I think of it as like, here, universe, here are lots of opportunities for you to help me make more money. Have at it. <laughs> um, an exercise that I always have my clients do that want to, at least those who want to work on money manifesting, is to write down all the ways that you can make money right now. Every single random way that it can come into your life, write it down. So, for example, if you're building a coaching business, what are some of the ways that you can diversify your income outside of one-on-one coaching? Write them down. Group Group programs, courses, great, amazing. Affiliate partnerships, awesome. Retreats, corporate workshops, merchandise, like keep going. For me and um, what I shared in the Dream Your Biz workshop this week is the more diversified my income sources have become over these last three years, two and a half years, the more financially successful I've become. Now, I should caveat this by saying that there is obviously a fine balance here because of course, 
you do want that focus. Like you don't want to be stretched thin and have your energy going all over the place. Like that doesn't work at all. Um, but for me, this is much more like the mindset piece. It's more much more about the energy of knowing money can come in from so many different ways that I'm not relying on one source of, of income, that I don't have such a grip on one thing happening. So my focus right now is um, on my group program, Dream Your Biz, and also my high school courses, uh, Career Foundations. I don't focus on affiliate partnerships. and I'm not thinking about workshops or retreats right now. I'll do them when the opportunities come in and I know that they're available to me. Um, And I have... I've thought about all of them, right? I've thought about all the ways that I can make money as a coach right now. And um, new ideas are always popping into my head and I write them down for future projects. To me, all of this is about me seeing and feeling the infinite possibilities around making money, which makes me feel abundant. And it also opens up my eyes um, and subconscious to see the opportunities when, when they come in. Right. If you're so focused only on one thing, one thing, one thing, you might be blind to all the opportunities the universe is trying to send you. Um, and also, like, for example, I'm promoting Dream Your Biz right now. Um, I don't have that desperate energy like all my eggs aren't just in one basket. I'm much more in the energy of like, well, you know, I trust what's happening. There's so many other ways for money to come in my life right now. I don't need to rely on just this one thing. And again, I trust whatever happens, which brings me to number six, practice, trust, and detachment. This is like the surrender thing we we all can probably work on, right? But it is so important in the context of manifestation. You have to trust that the universe is working in your favor and that opportunities for abundance are constantly flowing to you. This tip, I guess, is is really just about working on releasing any feelings of desperation um, or anxiety about money and instead cultivating intentionally a sense of trust and surrender. We're detaching from the need to control outcomes and surrendering to the divine timing and wisdom of the universe. What is the signal to the universe? Well, I think it signals your unwavering belief in the abundance that is inherently available to you. But how, Julia, how do you do this (laughs) when you need or want the money and financial abundance so badly? And I mean, the answer is it's a practice. I, I think it would be helpful to make it a daily practice where you surrender your worries and your fears and your doubts to the universe or source or God, whatever you want to call it, and just keep affirming your belief that everything is unfolding for your highest good. And then when you see evidence in your life and the money starts flowing in, then you start realizing that the trusting and the surrendering thing actually does work. You've got to just let go of the need to control every aspect and focus on aligning your energy with that belief, trust, faith, gratitude. So maybe you create a little surrender prayer or mantra that you can recite whenever you feel overwhelmed or anxious about your finances. So like something like, um, I surrender my fears and doubts to the universe. I trust that I'm supported and guided toward financial abundance, something like that, where you can really lean in and feel it. And then you repeat it over and over again, 
feel it and then watch what happens. I have a private client right now, Ariel. Um, hi, Ariel, if you're listening. Anyway, she is a brilliant entrepreneur. She's so good at what she does. And um, we had she's a product-based business. And we had our session this week, and she was feeling like a bit of attachment to this meeting that she desperately wanted to have that would really help propel her business in a big way. And she'd been trying so hard to get this meeting on the calendar. And in our session, we talked about surrender, and we talked about just letting go. And we talked about the resistance that comes when you're attached so much to something. And also just that trusting that something better would show up once she did let go. So I kid you not, we get off the call and an hour later she sends me a screen a text with a screenshot from the person she's been trying to meet with for months. The very same person. And they want to meet next week. That is the power of surrender. Okay, number seven. Give back and pay it forward. Generosity is a key aspect of manifestation. And I think it's like this whole giving back and paying it forward. It all aligns with the universal principle of circulation, which is simply that the more you give, the more you receive. When you share your time, your resources, your expertise, or your money with others, you create this kind of ripple effect of abundance that comes back to you. And often in unexpected ways. It's like, good money karma. From a spiritual perspective, giving back and paying it forward, I like to think about just the interconnectedness of all of us, of all beings in the universe. We're all one. So when you give, you receive. And also giving just feels really good. Doing good makes you feel good. And when you're aligning with that, with with feeling good and love and compassion, Your vibration is on the frequency of abundance, and that's just going to make you more of a magnet for the things you're calling in. So there's so many ways you can do this, but here are a few ideas. Like one, donate to charity, and you don't just have to contribute your money. It doesn't have to be monetary, but it can be volunteering your time, fundraising, anything for just organizations, causes you care about. Um, two is sharing your knowledge or skills, um, finding ways to offer your expertise to help others. Every year I try to run at least two free manifestation workshops to fundraise for charities, um, or for my children's schools. And it feels so good to give back in a way that is really aligned with what I do and what I care about. And it's never the intention, but I always get new podcast listeners, and often new clients from donating my time and expertise in this way. Um, number three is random, act of, random acts of kindness. And we're, we're talking about three things um, that you can do to give it back and pay it forward. I love random acts of kindness. I love to like look for little opportunities to be kind in my daily life. Um, I was at Goodwill with Riley, um, my eight-year-old girl. We were getting costumes for something. And there was a guy in front of us who was buying two suits. And he just seemed so sweet. And he was talking to the register guy. And um, he didn't have enough money. And he was about to put back one of the suits. And I was like, no, I got this. And I paid for his suit. And his face was just like, what? 
And then he started to tell me like he he was buying these suits for job interviews. And anyway, I don't need to get into the story, but it just felt so amazing. And also I got to see Riley witness it all. And she saw how appreciative he was. And I just hope she sees that and remembers it, the, the power of kindness. And she'll probably, when she, when she starts to do this in her own life, which I already see her doing, you start to see it coming back to you. But um, this can be anything, sending a card to someone or an uplifting text or helping your neighbor bring in their groceries. Like it all comes back to you and it all just feels good. You're not just helping others, but you're it's like you're creating this vortex of abundance and it's just drawing in more wealth, more opportunity and more blessings into your life. And that leads me to the final money manifesting tip, which is simply embrace enjoyment and fun. When you can find joy and fun in your entrepreneurial journey in your business, you tap into the energetic flow of abundance. Feel good, attract good. We've come full circle here, guys. (laughs) We've come full circle. I didn't even really realize it, but we have. Um, From a spiritual perspective, money is a form of energy right? Like it, and it, it flows effortlessly to those who are in alignment with joy and passion and fun. So infuse your business with that. Bring the fun back if it's missing. Bring the joy. When I'm feeling bogged down at all by work, I get up from my desk and I go do something that makes me feel good. I go on a walk. I play with my kids. I pet my dog. If I have time, I'll go get a massage or a manicure or something if I'm, if I'm feeling abundant. <laughs> but, um, anyway, I sometimes I just go treat myself to a nice iced latte out in the sun and then I'll come back. And that feel-good energy just comes back to me. It becomes easier. I get better ideas. Like My highest income months are almost always aligned with the months where I feel really good too. Banging your head against the wall, working long hours, stressed out, sleep deprived, like that's not a vibe. And that's also not a recipe for abundance or money manifestation in my opinion. I mean, I guess you can make a lot of money, but you're not manifesting money. You can hustle your way to earning a lot of money, the like masculine way, like exhausted and depleted and go, go, go. To me, I'd rather focus on feeling good and moving from a place of being inspired That's why I want to have my own business to begin with. So embrace the fun, enjoy yourself and make that the priority. Because also at the end of the day, actually this, you can like just forward through the the, everything else and just listen to this part because this is the most important part of the whole money manifesting thing is feel good. Prioritize feeling good. And then, and then go into like writing down the goals, have your allocation plan, diversify your income, all the things we talked about. Feeling good is numero uno. And so how do you do this? <laughs> like how do you infuse more fun, more joy, more feeling good moments into your daily life? I mean, that's up to you, right? Like I have some ideas for you, but like I think this is all personal. So think about what that looks like for you. How can I feel better every day? Write down ideas. Create your bliss list, the things that make you happy. And then do those things and then go get clearer on that financial goal. But make feeling good number one. 
And that's what we're going to leave with. Um, so quick review, what are the eight tips to manifesting money as an entrepreneur? Number one, harness the power of expanders. Number two, write down how much money you want to call it. Write it down. <laughs> Number three is create a money allocation plan. Number four is focus your thoughts and energy on abundance. Number five, diversify your in- income streams. Number six, practice trust and detachment. Number seven, give back and pay it forward. And number eight is embrace enjoyment and fun. Infuse it into your life and business. And with that, I want to send you a big old virtual hug. Thank you for being here. I hope you found today's episode helpful hopefully expanding. Um, And if you are interested in joining us for Dream Your Biz um, to launch your own coaching business in 12 weeks with me and an intimate group of like-minded women, go check out dreamyourlifenow.com slash DYB. And let me know if you want to join us. That is it for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and weekend or week ahead. And I will talk to you next week.